You're listening to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe, and I'm a business coach for online health coaches who want to attract their ideal clients, stop feeling defeated by their never-ending to-do list, balance a healthy lifestyle with their growing business, and stop overanalyzing what everybody thinks of them so that they can confidently own their message and online presence. On this podcast, we dive deep into health information you can share with your clients, business strategy tips, and more. Let's get to it. I'm live. I'm so excited. So let's get to it. Happy Monday. I hope you're having an awesome week so far. Tonight, I wanted to connect with you guys about Facebook because as health coaches, there are a million social media platforms that we think we need to be on and we need to be on all the time and we need to be constantly promoting our services. And that's not actually how it works. Social media is a tool to get your audience to know you, get your audience to trust you, attract ideal clients, and then later build a relationship with them through your email list, through personally talking to them, and things like that. It doesn't work like just doing a post with your link to your services page and say, sign up for coaching. It doesn't work like that. In our business, we have to be face-to-face with people. We have to be dating them for a little while before they seal the deal and want to work with us one-on-one. So the reason why I was motivated to talk about Facebook in particular tonight is because I personally started a Facebook group um, not too long ago. It was over the summer. And over time, it has built. And I've also found that it's way, way better than what I've been doing on my Facebook page as far as building client relationships, signing clients, getting to know people, So I wanted to share with you tonight just a few things you can start to do with Facebook to grow your business and get more clients. So first off, before we get into the tips, I just want to let you know that even though you might be new to Facebook, um, you can start today and you don't have to do all of it at once. You can build up and again, Facebook is a way, a tool for you to build trust. So people buy from people who they trust, and Facebook is just that tool for you. So take the pressure off yourself and think, stop thinking that you need to do everything perfectly on Facebook, that you can never have a typo, that you can never delete a live after you put it up. You can. So just start small, start challenging yourself, and if you want to change something later, you can. Remember, done is better than perfect most of the time. Okay, so your community on Facebook will only be as excited as you are when it comes to the energy you're giving on Facebook. So I'm showing up in this group more often for you guys because I want to connect with you. I want to give you something valuable. And if I was, you know, elsewhere, if I never posted in the group, I never brought us together, I never asked you questions, this group would be super dead, right? And it's still building up in uh, engagement. But the key is that if you're going to go into Facebook right now and start building a page and building on your personal profile and start a Facebook group, you need to be excited about it. It needs to have your full energy and attention when you are on it. And you need to think about what you post before you post it. So just keep that in mind. We're talking about the foundational ground rules before we go into my tips on how to get more clients on Facebook. And the other thing to remember is that um, 
don't feel like you're too late because a lot of times health coaches come onto Facebook and they're thinking, oh, that person, they already probably have a coach or they don't need me. They're, you know, a million people already answered this person's question on Facebook or, you know, in, you're in a Facebook group, for example, and you see somebody post something that would be perfect. They are, they are your ideal client. You know you could help serve them with whatever question they were asking, but a million other people already reached out. Don't feel like the world is not abundant because Facebook has millions of people who need you. And so before we even get into the tips, I don't want you to come onto Facebook with the mindset of, well, everybody's already doing it. They're way ahead of me. It's not worth it. Yada, yada. Okay. But that said, if you can't come onto Facebook feeling excited and giving your best energy and having a positive mindset, maybe this isn't your top social media platform to be using. Maybe you are more of an Instagram or a Pinterest person. And while it's great to be on all social media platforms, I always say you only have to have about two that you really master and use a lot. For me, the ones that my audience is primarily on are Instagram and Facebook. So let's get into the Facebook tips. The first tip is number one, super simple, just to connect with more people. Now here's how you do that. So instead of blindly reaching out to cold leads, because everybody knows in the coaching industry, most of our clients come from referrals, they come from people who have signed up for our, our email list. They come from people who've been following us for maybe over six months. It could take up to six months for somebody to see your content, start to get to know you, start to really like what you're putting out, and reach out for a free assessment call with you as a coach, for example. So it's important to remember that instead of cold messages or cold reach outs, always start with building your content up to attract your ideal clients to you and get them signed up for your email list. That's the way to connect with people because then you can reach out to them every week. They start to get to know you. It's again, like dating. They see that your content's valuable and eventually they feel like they owe you. They should, they want to work with you. They want to pay you because you've helped add so much value to their life. So connect with more people by number one, creating two pinned posts, one on your personal page, or I'm sorry, one in your Facebook group if you have a Facebook group set up, and one on your Facebook page that leads to some kind of amazing email opt-in where they're going to get a free gift. And that free gift should be related to your coaching business and what you help your clients solve. And also, it should lead up to an email series that allows them to get to know you, allows them to get value, and allows them to have the chance to talk to you, whether that's a free assessment call or they get um, an invite to your Facebook group if you didn't already invite them to that. So, so make sure they are optimizing your pinned posts on Facebook to connect with more people. And by connect, I mean have them involved in your email list because just connecting on Facebook it's it they can forget about you and it's not it's not something that's gonna stick with them they they want to be seeing your emails um, so that's the first step so by making a pinned post that's an amazing opt-in it doesn't even have to be on your website it could be just a lead use using lead pages which is um, something that you would pay for but it's very reasonable and it's very easy to create your own very nice 
email opt-in page, or you can use something like MailChimp and make a landing page for that um, and have your, your free email opt-in on, on the MailChimp landing page. Number two, make sure that you're um, on your personal page. Don't be opposed to adding friends that are your ideal clients. And while a lot of people say, you know what, I just want to use my personal page for personal stuff, that is totally fine. I personally barely ever use my personal page. I'm only on my, my business page and this group. Um, but if you aren't opposed to it, just start adding people who have a lot of mutual friends, seem like a quality person in your field, or somebody who you'd want to work with as a client. Maybe they could benefit from what you are doing as a coach. And don't be afraid to add those people. The other thing to do on your personal page, if you are going to add potential ideal clients, would be to post your little bits of your story, um, do some kind of 30-day live video challenge. If you're really afraid of going live, get yourself comfortable on your personal page. It will get more reach than your business page, just so you know, because business pages, Facebook doesn't really favor us that much uh, because they care more about groups and they care more about personal posts because they think business people, oh, you know, we have to balance that out because business pages are trying to sell something to our audience and we don't want our audience to get upset. And so the the feed itself favors your personal page more than your Facebook page, unfortunately. So you can use it a little bit for your just sharing who you are and getting, getting people to know you um, if you feel comfortable with that. The other thing you could do is use ads to drive traffic to your Facebook page, but that costs money and um, it's something that you would have to do wisely, meaning you'd have to research how to do it properly and it would take some time. I've never used Facebook ads on my page. Um, maybe back in the day when I was singer, I used some ads, but other than that, that was like very, very long time ago and I wasn't involved in it. I had somebody else who was doing it for me. Um, so I don't use ads and I haven't yet, but I will tap that resource once I need it, meaning when I see that it, there's a time for it, I absolutely will use ads, but I haven't needed to yet. So that's the other, the other way to connect with more people. The other subheader under this whole category of connect with more people on Facebook is um, to use Facebook groups to start connecting with more people and learning the buzzwords and the urgent struggles of your ideal client. Because as you are scheduling your posts on Facebook, using Facebook more, going live more often, you want to be speaking to the urgent pain points and struggles of your audience. And most people, if you're a new coach, you might not even know what your audience really struggles with. You might have had a few clients who have shared with you what they struggle with. And, you know, you might have a website set up already and feel like you know, you know, that you are a nutrition coach and you coach people on, you know, healthy recipes. But do you really know what keeps your clients up at night? What they are really seeking? What do they want to feel? What are they, what are they trying to achieve by hiring a coach? And what is their, what's the feeling they're looking to have? Those are the kinds of things you need to know 
if you want to reach more people, get more, get a stronger client reaction on Facebook. And so by going into Facebook groups that have your ideal clients in them, meaning let's say your ideal client has to do with um, moms, okay? So you would want to be in all the mom groups, but you'd even have to get more specific than that. Moms who are what? Moms who struggle with their weight, moms who are um, have, I don't know, no time, <laughs> moms who are entrepreneurs, moms who are burnt out, who, who is your ideal client? And then go look on Facebook with those buzzwords to try to find the groups where they're hanging out in. And once you are in those Facebook groups, you'll be able to start reading the posts and the questions they're asking and start to see, ooh, they really struggle with X. I can create a free email opt-in that will um, guide them through how to solve that problem. It's going to be a video series I'm going to make. I'm going to give them a PDF on how to solve this problem. And I'm going to offer it to them for free. So there you go. That is your email opt-in. You, you came up with a topic that's hot and that's urgent and that's going to get people to sign up to your email list. And how did you find that out? Because you were hanging out where your ideal clients are on Facebook and learning more about them. So really important to get into those groups. Don't be an annoying person in one of those groups because everybody has seen that person in those Facebook groups who's like, hey, I can help you with that. Call me right now. Uh, you know, I offer, you know, some kind of product right off the bat, buy my product. That's icky. Okay, remember, anytime you're on Facebook, there's a human being at the end of the other side that's just like you. And remember the golden rule. Would you want to be rushed like that and treated like that? No. So don't treat other people like that in Facebook groups. So let me back up a little bit. We've kind of moved on to step two. Step one was connect with more people on Facebook. And that, that included ideas like adding um, friends who are your ideal type of client, posting more personal things on your personal Facebook page that give them a taste of your brand and what you do and your story, uh, using your Facebook page for ads when you need them, uh, creating your own Facebook group, which we'll talk about more in a little bit, to start to attract your ideal clients, to give them value and start to get to know them better. And the last one was... Um, going into other Facebook groups and starting to build connections, add value to other groups. But we're moving on to step two now, which has to do with Facebook groups. And that has to do with joining the groups where your ideal clients are, just like I said, and um, seeing their buzzwords. And also, if you are somebody who's still confused about maybe you're a health coach and you're finding it's so hard to get clients, nobody's signing up. They might talk to you. They might send you a few emails. They might say, I kind of want to lose weight or I kind of want to um, start to work on adrenal fatigue or my hormonal health and you're a hormone coach or whatever. But then they drop off. They, they, they forget. They're not rushed. You know, it's not an urgent need for them, meaning they, it's not at the top of their list. It's on there. They're thinking about it, but they're not ready. So if you found that, that means that you might need to change or tweak your ideal client. And the way that you learn more about who would be so amazing for you to work with and who would be so excited to work with you is through joining the Facebook groups and doing something called market research, meaning you can uh, try to see if, 
so you can do a post either on your personal page your Facebook page whatever saying I just want to talk to busy moms who struggle with X Y and Z I want to ask you a few questions um, it will just be 10 minutes it's pitch free no no obligations whatsoever and what you do is you find out what they truly struggle with and get them to tell you the truth what is their urgent struggle what would they pay for right now and then you tweak your content and your your business based on how you know you can serve them with those things if you know you can serve them with those things and if you find out oh that's something I can't help them with then you need to keep go back to the drawing board repeat the process find out who your ideal client is and the groups, the Facebook groups, can be really helpful for this process because you're seeing people's posts every day, what they're saying, buzzwords, what they don't like, what they like. And, you know, you're also just, it's it's very uh, friendly and an easy way for people to be honest and feel comfortable in Facebook groups. People don't always feel that comfortable on Instagram comments or on your page commenting. Groups are more private people feel more comfortable. Okay, let's move on to the next step. This is number three. So I kind of already somewhat talked about this, but you have to set up your pages properly so that you aren't wasting your time when you're on Facebook because I've definitely been the person who has been posting, 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 but yet my cover photo doesn't even comp doesn't even have a description that links to my opt-in page or links to my Facebook group or has a call to action. My profile picture is not on brand. My, um, you know, it, it's just like you need to set up the basics first before you spend all this time scheduling posts and going live all the time. So what I mean by that is number one, pin a post with a call to action, your top call to action um, on your page and in your Facebook group if you have a Facebook group. And the call to action should not be sign up for my very expensive package because, again, that's not how dating works. You don't get married on the first date. So just like with coaching, you have to invite them to get to know you better, invite them to have a free gift from you that provides value. So that might be your opt-in page. It might be join my Facebook group. It might be... Um, just share this post with somebody who also would like it or whatever. And the other thing that you can do is um, when you're setting up your pages, have the same kind of thing on your cover photo. Have a cover photo that's, that if I just looked at it, I would know what you do. Um, so it might be if you're a health coach, it might be you with, um, you know, outside working out or something. Um so make sure it's very easy for me to see your profile, and as soon as I'm on it, I know who you are. Make sure that you use your name, not something like, you know, uh, Kickbox Girl 12. I know a lot of people don't do that, but that might be a bad example or ex exaggerated example. But remember that your ideal client might change over time, and you want people to be a part of your personal brand, your personal story, if you are a coach. Now, if you have a product, if you are, you know, somebody who um, wants to not coach at some point and maybe have something bigger like, a, I don't know, some kind of retreats or some kind of thing that would lead you to have a different business name, go for it. But in the coaching world, it's really important to use your name 
and not use something super complicated or unclear as to what you do as well. Okay, then the other thing is if you have a group, before you start posting in there all the time, make sure you have an about section that talks about what the purpose of the group is, what you're going to be teaching them, a link to your email opt-in or your free assessment or free consultation or something of value. And um, make sure that you also lay out the, the boundaries or the, the rules for your Facebook group. So if you're creating a Facebook group to, to create a positive environment, you don't want to have spammers in your group. You don't want to have people constantly, uh-oh, my computer crashed. Okay. Oh, it, oh, my screen's, okay, never mind. I was talking for so long that my screen dimmed. Anyways, I'm back. Um, so make sure that your description explains what, what your expectations are for the group. It makes everybody feel comfortable and cultivates a, a safe environment, okay? And by the way, you are the boss of your Facebook page, of your Facebook group. So if somebody's in there bothering you or being super negative, it is okay to block them, delete their comments, whatever. It's think about your business as your little baby. And if somebody's picking on your baby and it's not constructive, sometimes it's constructive and it's valuable, then it's okay for you to protect your baby, right? Okay, let's move on. So after you've set up your pages to have a good profile photo, your name, a cover photo with a link to your opt-in, a bio on your personal page, by the way, that links to your Facebook page and says what you do, um, and then it's time to start building your engagement, obviously, and start noticing your loyal fans. So the first thing when it comes to engagement is Facebook Live is probably the best and the thing that you should be spending most of your time on when it comes to Facebook. Stagnant posts with just a photo, they're okay sometimes if you get engaging questions going, if you get a dialogue going, but at least in my experience, engagement shoots up solely from Facebook Live most of the time. And when you are doing Facebook Lives, quickly I will go over just a few things to get you started because when I first started doing Facebook Lives, I was like, how do I plan this from start to finish without just going on there and, you know, randomly going on to different topics that are unrelated and etc. So what I would recommend, number one, is always say who you're talking to in the title of the Facebook Live. So for this for this particular live, I said in the in the description that it was for health coaches specifically. So who is your ideal client? Moms, uh, entrepreneurs, whatever, include that in your title. So for example, this was called how to um, build more clients or something along those lines as a health coach on Facebook. Uh, so I said what we're doing and who it's for. So always do that. And also make sure that in your title it's super catchy. So anytime you can include numbers, like how, how I um, tripled my results of X or how I went from zero to X in X days or whatever. So you really want to include numbers. You want to include what the struggle, pain to pleasure was 
So where you started and where you are now and how you did it is going to be the content in the video. And um, you want to also, don't be afraid to leave it really open-ended. Don't be afraid to call it something like, I'm going to regret this. Like I just saw somebody post a live that called it, I'm going to regret this. And I was like, oh, I have to watch. What is that? Okay, so then once they're on the live with you and they were very intrigued by your title, you want to have an outline of what you're going to talk about. So in the beginning, something I forgot to do tonight was introduce myself. Um, but you want to start with an attention grabber, get right into what you're going to talk about, briefly introduce yourself. So you'd say, for me, hi, I'm Haley. I'm a business coach for health coaches. And I help them really go from struggling to find their ideal clients to booking more clients, feeling more confident online, and not feeling like they are chasing clients or feeling extremely defeated by their never-ending to-do list. Okay, so there you'd say that. And then you go into your content right away. Be brief, be bright, be gone. Sometimes, here I am at 25 minutes in, I'm not brief, but that also can be good. If you're doing a really in-depth training about something, some, especially if you're in like business coaching, what I'm doing, you have to give some details sometimes. So it's okay to go long, but just make sure you have your points planned out. Make sure you're not going off on random tangents. And it is also okay to pause throughout the video and say, oh, I see a comment from so-and-so, hi, so-and-so, engage them, ask questions to your audience, find out what they want to know and answer their questions along the way. But you could also save the questions for the end. But your script should be planned out with bullet points at least. Here's the points I'm going to talk about. Here's how I'm going to um, elaborate on those. And here's the stories I'm going to share. And then you close it, you close it, and in the middle, you give a call to action. So that call to action, again, might be join my email list and get my free gift of X, Y, and Z. It should be related to the video. So for this video, my call to action for you guys is to, if you haven't already signed up for the free Facebook challenge, which is going to be held in this Facebook group, um, and it's five things I stopped doing to triple my clients in 30 days. Be sure to sign up. The link is in this description. And so that would be an example of what you'd say in the middle and the end of your video. Make sure you never give way too many calls to actions. People can get confused and they won't end up doing any of them. So make it very clear, make it very easy, have an easy landing page and go from there. And then you're done. You've done your first lives. And keep doing that over and over again. And you will start to see your fan base, your client nurturing begin. So the other thing, the follow-up to that that I mentioned earlier is to notice those people who are engaging, who are consistently liking your stuff, who are consistently asking you questions. And don't be afraid to say thank you, first of all. Get to know them better. And Speak to their needs. Prioritize your video content based on what they say they need because they're the ones that are watching it and are engaged. And don't be afraid at some point in the game to send them a message and just say, thank you so much for being a fan for this long or, or for watching my videos. I really appreciate it. I think you're an awesome person. I've loved getting to know you. And don't be afraid if you think that you your services could offer them value don't be afraid to ask for um, or invite them. You're not asking for anything. You're offering them value. Inviting them for a free assessment, 
or, um, you know, just whatever, giving them a thank you. And that is something that constantly you have to be fostering. You never want to forget about the people who are consistent, who show up and reward them in your Facebook groups, do giveaways, etc. Okay, the next tip when it comes to starting to build your engagement on Facebook and getting more clients through it is the consistency factor. So if you're not consistent, if you don't, I was having anxiety about not going live in this Facebook group since we've gotten a lot of new members over the, the last few days. And I was like, tonight I have to go live no matter what because it's been crickets. So here I am. So you have to be consistent too. And the way to do that, the best way to do that is scheduling your posts only five days in advance. Why? Because you can sit down and for 90 minutes, you can plan out all your live scripts. You can plan out all your posts using an app called Hootsuite and schedule your posts that will not be video posts because if you're going live, you can't schedule that. Get the tool Ecamm, which is the tool that will allow you to record your live streams and repurpose them. And Split your posts between the three following topics, okay? Number one is inspirational posts. Things that get them excited, things that remind them of their vision, things that keep them accountable, things that they'll want to share with people. The second is knowledge posts, meaning what is going to really help them achieve what it is that you promised to help them achieve. And so that would be trainings, that would be um, statistics, like important resources they need to download or get for their business, in my case, um, etc. And then the third one will be promo. So the promo posts are going to be less as far as in, in comparison to your inspirational posts and knowledge posts. The promo posts will be the least, but they still have to be in there every week. And that would be for things like your free assessment calls, your email opt-in, Maybe you have a, a low-cost um, course or trip uh, tripwire, which we'll talk about another time, something like that. Then you'd want to include that as far as a promo post. So the key is 80-20 pretty much, 80-20 inspirational and knowledge posts, and then 20% the promo posts. But make sure that in every post you have at least some kind of call to action, whether that's comment below what your idea is on this or whatever. And if you really are like, this feels unnatural, don't force it. It's okay. But if you are looking for engaging questions, um, there are a million resources online from online experts who have created very captivating, engaging questions lists for you. So just Google engaging questions to ask on social media and you will be, you'll be awed by all the things that are out there. But make sure it kind of relates to your business. So don't just ask, like, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Just to get in. I mean, you can do that. It will boost your engagement. But will it really boost the engagement of getting ideal clients and meeting people who might want to work with you? No, probably not. Okay, moving on. How do you guys I, – I, I'm asking you this as a coach. When you're setting up your personal – and your professional Facebook groups and your groups, how do you want your audience to feel? And you should really ask them that. Like, I'm going to ask you guys to comment here, and I'll ask you again this week later in a photo post. How do you want to feel in this group? And 
your goal as a coach is to create content around that, that will create that feeling for them, that will help them get there, and that will address the obstacles and barriers that keep them from that feeling, okay? The other question to ask yourself and your clients or your, your online audience is, what do you want them to know? So what do you guys want to know from being in this group? Most of you say how to get more clients, but some of you say how to just uh, get over this mindset thing. Like, I, I just don't believe in myself. I feel weird online. I'm always second-guessing myself, things like that. So ask them what do they want to know. Um, so they want to know how to be more confident. They want to know how to eat healthy when they're traveling. They want to know how to whatever. And then the third question is, what do you want them to do? So do you want them to stop um, delaying their goals? Do you want them to stop putting themselves down and start having more self-love, self-care habits? Do you want them to stop the uh, diet binge cycle? What is it as a coach that you're doing that you want your clients, that you're helping them to stop doing, if that makes sense? Okay. Moving on, once you identify those questions, those will be the guiding posts for how you plan your content, what is important for you to be talking about on your page. Okay, the last, so we're on like step seven. This might be too long, but we're going for it. Never miss an opportunity to repurpose. So Facebook is a great place for you to originate all your content and then take that content and put it everywhere else. So for example, Going live, I'm going to take this. I'm going to write a blog post based on the tips I gave in this, in this video. I'm going to take the blog post and I'm going to take this video. I'm going to take the audio out of this video and I'm going to make it a podcast, for example. I'm going to take little bits of this blog that I wrote and make those Instagram post captions with photos. And then I'm going to take... Same thing with some scheduled Facebook posts. So there you have all of that. And then you can create an infographic or a photo to go on Pinterest with a caption that provides the content and drives them to your blog. And you can take that um, on you, you put the YouTube video up, the YouTube description drives them to your Facebook group, etc., etc. Then in your blog, you have an opt-in sign up and the, on the opt-in thank you page, you're driving them to your Facebook group, etc. So do you see how all this could tie together and how you could repurpose a lot of things without having to create new content for each new platform? So just keep that in mind. Um, don't miss an opportunity to repurpose. I will take the clip from this video and I will put it on my Instagram stories and so on. Okay, I get very excited about that topic because I used to spend so long uh, doing content and blogs and things like that. And yes, it still does take a lot of time to repurpose. And if you are able to get help on that, that's amazing. But, um, it does make it simpler when you have a plan, you know, when you know your videos go to blogs, your blogs go to little Instagram captions, your Instagram, etc. Okay. Moving right along on, oh, this is, so how to grow your Facebook group. And engagement continued. Okay. If you have a Facebook group set up, don't be afraid to think about 
potential ideal clients who would absolutely benefit from this content. So don't be afraid to send them a friendly message saying, I just thought of you for this Facebook group because, and I wanted to personally invite you to the Facebook group because I know you're a fellow, um, you know, health enthusiast and I'm a health coach and I know you're really working hard on, you know, I've seen you on your Instagram posting that you're working on your um, diet and in my group, I'm going to be sharing diet tips and I'm going to be doing a training on how to meal prep and I would love to see you in the group. No pressure, but thought I'd send you the link. Okay, for example, so that is how you grow your group when you have nobody and you're just getting started and you know there's people who could benefit from it, but you haven't grown it yet. So there's an example. And remember that anytime you're promoting your services or your Facebook group, it's nothing to be ashamed of. You're adding value. You're not forcing anyone to do anything. And if you believe in your products and you believe that you can help people, then there's nothing, there's, they can say no, and it's no big deal. So don't be afraid about that. And I've made videos about that before in this Facebook group. So if you are struggling with self-doubt or just um, nerves or feeling like guilty almost about being yourself and about helping people, um, watch those videos. Number nine, we're going to skip it because it kind of it reiterates some of the other topics I talked about. Number 10, party favors. Okay, so what this means is when you have a group or page, figure out, identify what your party favors are going to be, meaning what are the fun things you're going to give? Are you going to have a guest speaker come on for a Facebook Live interview? Are you going to have giveaways? Are you going to have um, weekly like accountability posts that go out? Um, what are the things that are really going to make your page and your group fun and engaging. Um, so for me right now, I need to step up my game in that arena, so stay tuned. But in the past, I have done um, giveaways on, I've done some giveaways on Instagram and things like that. So think about what that is for you and make it, make it like a fun party. Make people want to join your group. Make people want to check your Facebook page to see if they missed anything. And remember that in order to keep your audience involved, you have to be engaging every day. So the last tip, like I said earlier, your audience is only going to be as excited as you are. And I'm going to share a real story. So one time I got an Instagram message from somebody who completely random guy uh, and said, you know, I don't really relate to your content or I don't really, um, it's not always like relevant to my life, but your enthusiasm is something that like I really appreciate and is inspiring to see or something. So just know that even if you're online and you're doing Facebook lives and Facebook posts and you're feeling like nobody's seeing it and you feel like you're not making an impact, know that people read your energy and people are attracted to your energy. Your ideal clients will be attracted to you and they will choose you as your coach because you are just the right energetic fit, if that makes sense. So know that there is nothing wrong with putting things out there and don't get discouraged if you feel like nobody's listening or you're not getting the engagement that you want. It will build over time. And try to give yourself a consistent 
schedule to, to check Facebook so that you're not going crazy and you're not spending your whole day on it. So this is the last tip I want to leave you with is maybe break up your day and say, okay, I'm going to check Facebook or I'm going to do a post in the morning. So I have a 20 minute window from, excuse me, my post and checking if people reached out or anything. I'm going to have a 20 minute window at lunch to maybe go live or answer some uh, engagement that I had or whatever, or schedule something for the next day or whatever. And then 10 to 20 minutes in the evening to just text. So identify whatever it is for you. It could be once a day in the beginning, whatever. But make sure that you give yourself boundaries because otherwise Facebook can suck you dry and be exhausting, right? So remember um, to also plan out your posts five days in advance so that you don't actually have to be spending a ton of time planning and you can be engaging with your audience for the rest of the five days after their your five-day plan is scheduled. All right. This was a very long video. I appreciate you guys watching. Be sure to, if you haven't already, signed up for the email updates for the five-day challenge that will be hosted in this Facebook group. Be sure to do that by going to haleyrow.com slash fbchallenge or going to the link in this description. Comment any questions you have below. I will talk to you guys soon. I hope you have an awesome evening. And I even dressed up the setting for you. I wasn't on a walk this time, which can't promise that I won't be on a walk next time, but it's getting cold out, so had to switch up my setting. Anyways, have a good night. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to get your free gift over at HaleyRow.com by joining my email list. And remember, you can always connect with me and other health coaches in the Health Coach Nation free Facebook group where I post trainings and videos on how to take your health coaching business to the next level. Can't wait to connect with you. Have an awesome day.